What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brunch Breakdown. Yo! Good to be at the table with you, gentlemen, once again. What a lovely setting we have here for another exciting episode of the Brunch Breakdown. I'm so happy to be here again, guys. And I'm, and I'm very angry, too, by the way. Like, I've been excited to get to this Brunch Breakdown because there's certain things that, like, I've been wanting to say out loud that, yes. like, I've basically just said on Twitter. So, really, I've been able to say them out loud. I just haven't said them on the podcast yet. So, uh-oh. I'm excited. We're going to be fired up in this one today. I'm excited. Am I, Extra did I miss something? Am I supposed to be angry about something? Yes, you are supposed to be angry about something, but you're probably not as angry as I am. Let's I'll just face it. The... Whatever. Forget it. T.O.'s not in the Hall of Fame, and I'm extremely pissed off about it. Oh. Yes, like, it makes no understand. sense that T.O.'s not in the Hall of Fame. I can't stand sports writers. I can't stand everyone. I just, I'm just mad about it. I can't stand everyone. I hate everyone. Hall of Fames. <laughs> I hate them all. I don't want to go to any of them. I'm just mad. Well, you're not going to at that rate. I hate them. I don't want to go to any, any more ever, anytime, at any time of my life. Because literally, like, I just think about how, like, hyped my dad was to take me to, like, the NFL, to take me to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was like, oh, my God, here's this person, here's that person, here's this person, here's that person, how excited he was. Now I just think about me and, like, my unborn son just freaking walking through the Hall of Fame, and I'm just like, yeah, there's that dude. He was all right. There's that dude. He was a kicker. There's that dude. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but you know who's really good? This dude that I'm going to pull up on my phone right now. He's not in the Hall of Fame, though. Wow. Chris, I don't think you knew what you were getting into when you asked him that question. Annoyed. Let me. <laughs> okay, so let, me, let me ask you a question. Go for it. What, what does Morton Anderson need to do for you to say he's a Hall of Famer? I'm fine with Morton Anderson being in the Hall of Fame. That's really not my issue. Like, but there's going to be a lot more kickers in the Hall of Fame coming up because we love field goals nowadays. So there's going to be a ton because field goal uh, kickers are so important to the game now. I'll be honest with you. I hate that field goal kickers are in the Hall of Fame. So I was hoping for a more entertaining answer to that well, question. Well, here's the thing about Morton, though, because Morton Anderson is like the only kicker that you remember, right? Think about it. Like, because I just think about playing Madden, and I'm like, yeah, Morton Anderson was like a kicker on the game. Yeah. I remember Jeff Reed because he beat up a towel dispenser at a gas station once. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Does that count? That's Hall of Fame. That's Hall of Fame worthy. That's Hall of Fame worthy. It is a Hall of Fame. It is a Hall of Fame. That is true. Yeah, yeah. not Hall of Accomplishments. Hall of Fame. <laughs> And they do have random yeah. things in Spell the Pro Football Hall of Fame. If you haven't been there, like they just have like random like shoes from when somebody had like a 300 yard game or something like that, or like shoes from just like some just like random events. They have certain things, so like they should have his that dispenser from Sheets. Yeah, I think they should, should be in there. Should be cased in there somewhere. Wow. But yeah, but that's what I'm angry about today, guys. That's what I've been angry about for the last week and a half. I was looking over the menu trying to figure out what I should be upset about, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, Jack that's... Daniels coffee, fried chicken chalupa. Like, what? what is there to be mad about that? That all Absolutely looks great. Absolutely nothing. 
Yeah, yeah, we got a lot to get. We we did a admittedly a poor job in our last episode, just <laughs> not not sticking to the menu at all, and that's on us. And uh, we promised to give it our best efforts to to get through the entire menu today. I ha- I hate to say run down what we're going to talk about, but to to set that precedent. But I have confidence we can do it as long as we keep Didi on track when we get to that Hall of Fame discussion, which <laughs> believe it or not we haven't even started on yet. <laughs> we'll uh we'll see how we end up though. Well, in fairness, last week, um, I think things got derailed within the first three minutes when Dan told us all about what you're supposed to buy your girl for different anniversaries. True. Yeah. And then we found out that there's like 70 years worth of obligations that don't make any sense. Yeah. That's true. We did get a little off track right there. But it was very informative discussion, I hope, for you both. It was I learned something. Yeah. See, I'm just trying to look out for you, Chris, because you're... You're you're on the clock, on the as clock. they would say. <laughs> you're on the clock. You're running out of time. You're running yeah. out of time. You are yeah. the Cleveland Browns. You are on the clock. Congratulations. Don't put that on. I'm about to get married. And you're calling me the Cleveland Browns. Don't put that on me. Okay. What does hey, that man. make? What does that make fiance fiance Katie? <laughs> if I'm the Cleveland RG3. Browns, Deshaun Watson. I don't know. Deshaun Watson. I'm like, yeah. who's who's the partner of the Cleveland Browns? Like, they're fans, right? Oof. Well, Oof. no, wait. No, that's good. That's good. If there's one thing Cleveland Browns fans are, that's loyal. She's never leaving you. So, you think <laughs> about ho- that. But just remember, those hoes ain't when the Steelers loyal, start, so careful. Because <laughs> when the Steelers go 8-8, eight eight, that stadium's empty. Throwing it out there. That's true. So if I'm the Cleveland Browns, Katie, is, fiance Katie is each and every person that blindly goes out to the Muni lot and tailgates for Browns games. Dude, I mean that's love. If you want to call off the wedding, I would completely understand at this point, Chris, based on <laughs> these comparisons. <laughs> Ugh, that's, dude, that's love, man. We're not I'm doing you any you. favors right now. That's love. We're not doing you any favors. No, um, I, I feel like we are doing gr- – I feel like that's the best analogy. You want a – like, this should be a meme somewhere. Like, you want a girl that treats you like Cleveland Browns fans treat the Browns. I mean, but the Browns fans sometimes Throwing beer bottles throw, when you do something wrong. throw trash yeah. and beer bottles onto the field. But don't you want that when you do something stupid? Don't you no. want her to let you know? What kind of relationship are you in, bro? No. Oh, man. But she's never going to leave at me. you. She's never going to leave you. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. So I, yeah, okay. Just saying. Think about like if your if your girl is like the is is like a Atlanta Falcons fan. If your girl is like a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. That's a tough life. <laughs> you know. But then again, I feel like the people that are fans of those teams don't let themselves get emotionally tied to it, and they're actually much happier. So you – that's Ooh. not good either, Chris. That's a valid point, though. Wait a second. I just heard that back. I yeah. don't like the way that is. That's terrible, no, no, no. Chris. They're not really into the marriage. I'm they're buying really into this into relationship. They're just emotionally like, unattached to the whole I'm, thing. <laughs> I'm buying into this theory more and more as we talk. Like, you just said not emotionally attached. That just means, yeah, like, because seriously, Jacksonville Jaguars fans – they are also Tampa right, Bay Buccaneers right. fans. I forgot that I was the team in this whole thing. I forgot yes. that I'm the team. Now I yes. understand that that's a bad yes. thing. 
I don't want that. She is joining your team. You do not want her to be like, oh, yeah, I like this team over here, too. Oh, yeah, I like this other team in Florida yeah. also. Yeah, yeah I'm not really, that. I'm not no, emotionally attached right. to any of these teams. I'll just hop around, Yeah. go into this stadium, yeah. go into that stadium. Yeah. Cowboys are good this year. I'll go with them. My, <laughs> my mistake. Dangerous. My, my mistake. Well, let's get back on track here before we all, you know, oh, yeah. say something we regret. Um, that was actually gold, by the way, and that happened was good on stuff. accident. Hell of a hell of an intro, hell of an intro. Uh, but we do have a full menu full of many of the other goodies to discuss here with everybody today. As we welcome you to Brunch Twenty Seven, and as a Chris, I throw it over to you to give out that wonderful golden information you have, and maybe uh, maybe talk about what we're hopefully going to get to today. Yeah, and I'm glad Dan said the word hopefully because I feel Just, like. For yeah. us to be more loyal to the listeners and trustworthy, uh, those obviously are the two priorities here of the Brunch Breakdown, uh, is to be loyal and trustworthy. Well, we're not the hoes. <laughs> yeah, and the hoes ain't loyal. We right. are going to hopefully get to the following topics that are on the menu this week. Brunch food, which is, of course, tradition. Uh, we are going to talk about The Bachelor, which is, of course, tradition. I cannot uh, wait for that, by the way. We are, yeah, that one's going to be, that probably going to be a lengthy topic. We also have Katie's Corner uh, for that episode, or for that Ooh, topic. That's gold. Uh, we are post-Super Bowl now, so we want to talk about the game, talk about the halftime show, talk about the commercials, um, and maybe touch back on what has Didi so fired up. Uh, Ronda Rousey is in the news. Is she the biggest fraud in sports history? Uh, we shall debate. We have a would you yes, rather have life question involving two things I mentioned earlier, involving Jack Daniels and fried chicken chalupas. Um, <laughs> what else is there? Uh, we have a random thought. Do you actually like the things you quote unquote like on social media? Uh, now that we're at, at topic number six, I'd like to say that we hope we will talk about that. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are, of course, uh, as tradition dictates, going to talk about what we are listening to this week, um, maybe a throwback song of the week this week, and we have some quick bites. Run through those real quick. Um, Valentine's Day, Champagne Vending Machines, the Grammys, Charles Oakley, and something oh. about Nickelback and Daughtry that I don't want to fully read through. So uh, <laughs> That's a good first, point. That's the first solid. topic, which we men mentioned, is tradition is brunch food. Gentlemen, any good brunches lately? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. Last time I said I was going to, but I, uh, I let myself down. I let the team down. I've been a little under the weather for the past literally seven days. I'm ready for brunch again, but uh, sometimes, the, sometimes the host just ain't loyal, and uh, they don't go according to plan, like our last brunch episode. Something, sometimes things don't go according to plan. They fall apart, and uh, that's been my life for the past two weeks or 30 years, whatever you want to call it. So, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing exciting on my end, unfortunately. I'm a little mad. I thought you were going to carry the brunch torch this, this episode because I have not, I've not gone to brunch in the last couple of weeks. I haven't done it. I, had a, I mean, I had a permani sandwich during brunch hours, but I don't qualify that as brunch, so that's as good as I can get. It's not brunch. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I feel like Dan, Dan holds his brunch standards higher than – the rest of us here too so it is surprising that that you haven't it is. forced yourself to go to brunch just because like you're the brunch guy we're all part of the brunch breakdown but if somebody is a brunch the bruncher 
Yes. I feel like it's Dan. You it's got Dan. rules and regulations that we don't even know about. We keep finding out about them. I feel like a rule for you is no more than two weeks without brunch. Yeah. It, it's absolutely a rule. And it's unacceptable. I don't, people, I don't think people like going to brunch with me. Um, <laughs> and, and here's why. Here's the truth why. comes out. Chris is probably going to you know, confirm or deny this. He'll probably confirm this. But I've, I've heard feedback from uh, – that's why I'm, I'm, I'm one of the true lonely brunchers. But they don't like the way – that I pace myself during the meal because brunch is about not only the food, but it's about the conversation. It's about the environment. Didi, can you confirm that? Yes, it's brunch it is. is – yes, it's an event. It's not a meal. It's an event. Yes. Thank you. So I pace myself with food and conversation, and usually at the rate that uh, conversation goes, I find myself the last one eating, and everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you taking so long? I'm like, what are you rushing out of here for? This is brunch. You enjoy. You take your time. You have a conversation between bites. It's what you do. And yeah, sometimes okay, people just okay. don't like that. Okay, hold on. Dan said between bites. And the thing that he's leaving out is that he does not, there is no, like he does, he waits 45 minutes to take his first bite. I'm pretty sure he's, he, like the buildup is something special for Dan that I think he likes to extend as long as possible because. It is. I swear to God, when we when, oh, I'll finish my brunch and I'll look down at Dan's plate and everything is still exactly where it was when it got <laughs> put on the table. Like it's unbelievable, and it's always staring me in the face, and it bothers me because it's like it it's like Dan buys pretty food for brunch. He buys pretty food, and it and it bothers me. <laughs> I don't have much of a comment on that part, but <laughs> well, I Dan, like you have to your... eat your food. Like, I do, part of it but is I, enjoy the, I enjoy the process because it's not just a meal. It's an event. I understand that, too, because you don't want to go to brunch with somebody who's in a hurry. Like, this isn't, this isn't right, yeah. just, like, going out to dinner with, like, you know, a girl that you sort of like or don't really like anymore or something like that, and you're just trying to get the hell out of there. This True. is brunch. It is about the conversation, but you also have to eat your food. I like, do. I've been to brunch with you. You and I have great brunch events. We do, I, and I've never noticed this, but, like... Chris has a great – I mean, Chris said exactly what you said with people that don't like to go to brunch, brunch with you. Maybe I eat brunch slow too. I'm not sure. Maybe I do, but I've never well, noticed it. We're going to find out. Yeah, when, you'll uh, be in town soon. We got to yeah. put this to the test. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Two absolutely. weeks, we're brunching. We're going to be brunching, so we can really uh, really put it to the test and find some, some answers. So uh, I'm going to make myself a, a personal mission for myself to, to find brunch uh, very soon, very soon, and be able to deliver some – exciting reviews on the next brunch breakdown i can promise you that i like How it. about that much appreciated all the standard it. is the standard boys that's all i gotta say <laughs> chris you bro brunching anytime lately i had a bro brunch uh last weekend we had some friends come in from uh college friends come in from ohio we we made our own brunch but um our friend tim is is quite the cook and so he made up some bacon, some eggs for everybody. We had bagels, cream cheese, all, you know, the works. Everything was, uh, was good. But, like, extra, extra bacon, which I felt made it, is what made it a bro brunch. Uh, so that was very good. I'm also excited to announce that I'm going to a brewery uh, Sunday morning for brunch. Now, we record this on Saturdays. So uh, by the time you are listening, I won't be able to give a review, but... Via the Brunch Breakdown Twitter account, I will be able to share 
uh, yes. what I will be indulging in. Going to Excellent. Spoonwood Brewery, uh, which is apparently very good for brunch. I've heard, heard very good things, so I'm excited about it. Okay. Uh, I recommend they have uh, the breakfast pizzas there. Out of this world. Breakfast pizza? Okay. Out of this world. Wait, is, that in Pits- is, that, is this in Pittsburgh? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, then. Cool. I must have, my invitation must have got lost in the mail for both of those things, but, you know, no big deal, you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you will enjoy, you will definitely nice. enjoy Spoonwood. Nice. Uh, well, at, well, at Brunch Breakdown, make sure you, uh, yeah, take over. Just take over the Brunch Breakdown Twitter page. Just do it. Yeah. It'll maybe be a Sunday lonely, morning brunch takeover. Maybe I'll yeah. lonely brunch tomorrow, and then I'll just, we'll just uh, have a little competition going back and forth. Do that it. Sounds good. All right. All right. Let's see what I can do. <laughs> I'm all it's for on. it. It's on. Um, let's dive in, boys. Yeah, let's. Uh, we got other uh, brunch news, brunch food. Uh, extra shout out to Freeport. Once again, our team, Freeport High School, they are literally killing it in like every sport. Women's basketball, uh, men's basketball had a tough loss. I guess it's boys. Basketball had a tough loss over the weekend. Not a coincidence. Uh, but the hockey team though. is killing it. They're just on fire right now. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. No, not at all. Not, in fact, damn, I meant to get that quote for this episode. But the, I told you the boys' basketball team had a, had a tough loss this past weekend. And the quote from the coach was like, we're going to gather ourselves, we're going you know, to rest up, and we're going to get up tomorrow morning and get to the grind and do it again. I was like, you get up, you brunch, then you grind, coach. Yes. So he's at, least, he's at least on pace there. So shouts out to uh, Freeport. But it looks like we have a couple other... Um, well, real quick, I don't know if you guys hear anything, but on both Twitter and text messages... From friends, I yes. have people telling me and commenting on uh, Freeport, and sometimes people make fun of me because I call them freedom. But I think it's <laughs> awesome that like other people apparently around the country are becoming fans of this high school. I love it. Yes, I'm a huge fan. I'm getting a shirt. I'm doing everything. I'm going all in on. <laughs> Dude, Freeport. we need shirts. We definitely need Freeport shirts. Like That's we gotta get them. We gotta get Freeport shirts, and we'll rock those. Uh, shouts out to our man, Classy Doug Glassy, who keeps us updated in all things Freeport right there. Another special shout out to him. Um, so we'll keep you updated as much as we can on Freeport as uh, postseason things develop and uh, we get brunch updates from them as well. Uh, some other food news. It looks like uh, some quick things to, to go over here. It's Girl Cow cookie season, boys. Do you have Do you have a favorite? Do you indulge yourself a little bit, and do you have a favorite Girl Scout cookie? Got a couple new ones this year. They got two new s'mores flavors. You're gonna pay the price for them, but uh, they're pretty damn delicious. I'll tell you that right now. I don't mess with any other ones but the Thin Mints. But it's like when it comes to Thin Mints, I just buy a bunch of them. I love Thin Mints, man. I don't mess with the other ones. It's not that the other ones aren't good. It's just okay. me and Thin Mints have a relationship. We love each other. We've loved each other since I was a kid. And we will continue to love each other, and I just don't cheat. That's fair. I respect that. I I love Thin Mints, but they get you, though, man. And now, like, they have, like, Girl Scout cookies. Like, the the moms will be outside, and they have square readers now, too. So it's like, you don't even need cash. Man, are you serious? Yeah, dude. Like, I'll I'll walk outside of the grocery store, walk outside of Ralph's or whatever, and I'm like, ah, man, girls don't even need cash. And, like, mom will come up and be like, got that square reader. I'm like, wow, hey! that's amazing! No way around it now. Done. That's fantastic. You know I mean? That's fantastic. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tagalongs, the, uh, the, okay. the peanut butter one uh, with the with the chocolate outside. Uh, huge, been a huge fan of Tagalongs. Samoas, how could you not love Samoas? There's nothing like a good Samoa. But yeah, you're right. Thin Mint, classic. Can't go wrong there. But uh, Tagalong and Samoas are ones that I usually stock up on uh, 
pretty heavy there myself. Mr. Gates, you're not a big sweets guy, but... No, it's, yeah, it's true. I guess this is why we all get along, though, because my top three, number one, Thin Mints, number two, Samoas, number three, Tagalongs. Beautiful. That's it. Look at that. We could throw a cookie party together, and it would be, it would be grand. I mean... It would be grand. Sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, we need somebody to sponsor it, because it'll cost us, like, $7 a freaking box. (laughs) My goodness. Have you guys ordered like, any? Uh, not yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yet. My nieces yeah. are uh, Girl Scouts, and I'm just waiting for, like, the Uncle Dan phone call to uh, come here any day now. Do you – well, like, do you guys have anybody in your office? Because, I mean, I work in a humongous office, and, like, yeah, there's too. just, like, e- random emails that go down saying, uh, the whole floor has got Girl Scout cookies. Like, yeah. come down to the second floor. It's pretty much a Girl Scout cookie convention. So yeah. – that's, That's the place works. to do it. That's the place to do it. And in a place that I used to work, one of like the high VPs used to walk around with his like little daughter and like, can't are you really, really gonna say no. say no? Yeah, how are you really gonna say no to that no, guy? You can't. Like you can't. So you like had to buy them. It was like that's kind of a shitty move, but you know what? More power to you because you get a competition to win. I hear Dude, you. This one lady at work, like we had this, we had a meeting. We had like we had this big video production meeting, right? And she comes in with like plates of girl scout cookies and i was like yo like are you a drug pusher like she literally came out with samples like she was like like she had like dime bags or something you know what i mean (laughs) like she's had like samples like here's that swedish chiba here's this like here's the here's here's a couple thin mints on this plate and she's like yeah i got you know i got more in my office so it was just like just enough so it was like three thin mints on one plate so like i go to grab one two people already grab it i'm just like what the hell? Now I gotta buy Thin Mints. Now you gotta buy them. It got you thinking it about it. It really was. It was like she was a drug pusher. It was crazy. Smart. Smart. <laughs> That's, That's the way you, to do it. That's the way to do it. Um, all right. Next little bit of food moves. Uh, moves. News? Moves. I'm trying to read and <laughs> talk at the same talk, time. Clearly not working out. You, yeah, you guys. Together. Why don't you guys. <laughs> God, I'm a mess right now. <laughs> I've had brunch in three weeks. Um, <laughs> So I don't know which one of you geniuses found this, but uh, apparently Hooters is giving away free uh, wings on Valentine's Day if yep. you bring in a picture of your ex to shred. This is amazing. You're welcome. This, thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, I got plans on Tuesday now. So, uh, but yeah, you get free 10, 10 free wings if you bring in a picture of your ex and shred it there. They, they'll burn it for you or whatever. Uh, I love this idea. This marketing uh, plan is, is, is brilliant and uh, I'm all in. I'm all in. Would you boys, would you do the same? Dude, it, yes. You should do this. Like, that's free wings. And Hooters wings are really good. Like, they are. That's free wings. I'm honestly thinking about telling, um, thinking about telling Siobhan that like she should just take a picture of an ex. I'll take a picture of an ex too. Like, we Point got wings. free wings. That's a great idea. I was just thinking right. like if you're, if you're currently single, then you should definitely do that. If you're in a relationship, it might be kind of weird, but if you both do it together, then yeah, get get wings. Why would you not? Seriously. That's a great point. Yeah, equal opportunity X shredders. So <laughs> that's brilliant. Like we all have X's. You know what I mean? Like might as well make something out of it. You know? Right. Yeah. We'll take that Hooters sponsorship too. We'll throw that in here. We'll Hooters. talk about Hooters each week. Dude, I'm all about so I'm all about doing what we do for the Chris and Dan podcast and just saying that we're sponsored by them. And that's then fine. people eventually start to think that we're sponsored by Hooters, and then somebody will tell Hooters, hey, that's cool you sponsor the podcast, and then they'll be like, oh, 
we do, and then they'll be like, oh, we should, and then yes. we get yeah. free wings. That so this segment brought to you by brought to you by Hooters. Yeah. So thank you Hooters yeah. for your uh, support of the brunch breakdown. Um, last little bit of of food news here before we move along to some of the big topics. This one has me extremely excited, even more so than the uh, Hooters wings. Domino's Pizza has introduced a wedding registry, and it's one of the most glorious things. And Chris, this is luckily enough just in time. Oh yeah. For your wedding right around the corner, this is beautiful for us. They have different options like a 2 a.m. bachelor party feast. Um, they have a one more slice before I do package. Uh, there's a thank you card package, which is if you're uh, already married and you're writing those thank you cards, you need a little za in your life. Uh, just endless, endless packages here. It's a br- This is a real, this is a serious real thing. real thing. It's dominosweddingregistry.com. And you can have all the options there. Chris, your wedding just got sponsored by Domino's. I hope you're ready for it. I, I am great with this, first of all. Uh, second, we just added like a patio set to our registry about like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And then I saw this on the menu and I thought, well, we have a little bit more work to do. Because yes. <laughs> some things just took priority. Um, the bachelor party one? Hi. <laughs> oh, I see what you're trying to say. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, Is that a throw to us? Yeah. I'm just, yes. <laughs> I'm very much in favor. Very much in favor. It's genius. Like, it really is genius. Like, I can't believe somebody else is not, hasn't done this. Like, right. Domino's has the registry ready to go. Like, who the hell else? I mean, even just, even like the other, because there's like the big options, like the 2 a.m., like night feast and all that stuff. But like even the other ones are just like kind of cool. It's like, yeah, like there will be nights where you and, you know, you just buying them like dinner for the night. You know what I mean? That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like I find, I think that's super cool. Yeah. Like there's a one package, like 25 bucks. It's like two pizzas and like two salads. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's like post- Domino's and chill. The post-honeymoon uh, adjustment to real life package, and it says it's because washing dishes is the worst. So that's, what, uh, yeah. that's what's all included for that. It's but it's brilliant. Chris throw, dominoes. It, Chris, throw it up on the website, on your website. You yeah. know, with all you, you, got, you have like the, the registry logos, and like it takes you to the link. Just yeah. throw dominoes up there just see how many you get. It, can't it should hurt. be sold out instantly. Like, Damn it, amazing. I didn't get the dominoes. <laughs> I feel like it can't hurt. So that's me and awesome. Katie are going to give that, this a look together and uh, – and make something happen. Brilliant. Excellent. So shouts to you, Domino's, and thank you for your support of the Brunch Breakdown, as always, and your sponsorship. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think we're doing a good job of staying on track so far here, boys. I'm proud of us. Well, then maybe I could throw a a wrench into Uh that, because now I'm thinking... Cool. uh, (laughs) Like, what other companies should be taking advantage of this type of registry idea? Ooh. Like, like, so Hooters. this makes me think of a Hooters. lot of, like, fo- like, anyone that has food, like, sure, yeah. you could do something cool, but, like, what about other, like, what other types of stuff could you do a registry for? I don't know. It should be Hooters. Hooters? Yeah. Not only do they sponsor our podcast, but also, I mean, think of what you could include for, like, the, uh, the bachelor party package. Okay, well, that's... It's delivered yeah. by Hooters Girls? <laughs> ah. Not bad? That's true. Not bad? Throw that in there? That's Probably the only one. one it makes sense for. Like, but, um, but like Best Buy has one, but like think of food though, like Best Buy has one, which I think is genius. Um, but like trying to think with food, 
Hooters would be fun. I feel like Hooters is a great one, but McDonald's should have one, to be honest. McDonald's oh. should have one. Wendy's should have one. All the fast food restaurants should have one. They really should. Cause like Really? I'm being yeah, I'm being dead serious. Like, dude, In N Out here should have one. Absolutely should have one. In N Out. McDonald's, McDonald's should have one, but they have all like on the registry the items you can get on there that you can't get at McDonald's year round. Like the McRib should be on the wedding registry. And the oh, Shamrock yeah, Shakes? Yeah, yeah. And the Shamrock Shakes. Yeah. How about a um I'm with you on that. You need like a you need a company where you can get uh, beer, wine, and liquor. And you've got all these different packages where there's like a beer package, a wine package, like a beer package for the bachelor party, a, be- a wine package for the bachelorette party. There's something, there's a champagne for the day of the wedding. That's a great idea. Stuff afterwards. Mm-hmm. That one's And then huge just like right a there. surprise, like delivery, like three months after you're married. Right. Yeah. Here's a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Yeah. That's, Ooh, that's the one. Did TM. we just like give somebody TM. a business and we're going to we see did. this like. Dude, wait till our Pogs app shows up somewhere. We're going to be real pissed. You still know? in development. Throwback. Still in R&D. Still in R&D. It's wow. Coming. It's coming. That's the one, though. Oof. That is the one. That's a great, yeah, that's a great question, Chris. Remember we were though. talking about that, though? We're like, how long is the Pokemon Go thing going to last? Yeah. Boy, did that die out. Woo. Yeah, it Gone. lasted Boy, about did that die out quick. Done. Yeah, that, done. Uh, it took a steep dive off a cliff because it was, it was high. And then... See ya. They made so much money, though. They did. Yeah. So My much goodness. money. Can't wait till the next one. Yeah, the Pogs app. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Um, all right, gentlemen. Let's slide along to topic number two. Oh, yeah. Been waiting oh, for this yeah. one. Been waiting for this one for two I'm weeks. Oh, Go boy. with it. Hit the music. Nick, 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 Nick. We live our life like some bachelor. Diamonds on me like a bachelor. Phantom on me like a bachelor. Bitches on me like a bachelor. All right, boys. It's time to recap the last two episodes of The Bachelor. Let me just say something real quick. I talked initially how I hated you guys for kind of backing me into a corner that this was going to be our show, and I understand why you guys have to have to watch it, whatever. I can't get enough. I can't get enough. I can't get enough. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, oh, I hate it. I love it and I hate it. Um, so I just want to say that to everybody. I, I, I can't get enough. It's one of the most exciting parts of my week. It's just a little picture into my life, if you will. Really exciting stuff, <laughs> as you can tell. But well, we've got... I, I've got four words for you. Okay. Make America Karen again. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> She's still there, baby. She's the best character on television. Television. Period. Yeah. There's nobody. Nobody. It's hard she's to believe that. She's unbelievable. She's still hanging around. Uh, of course, the last uh, episode two weeks ago was it was Corinne versus Taylor. <laughs> and as predicted accurately here on the Brunch Breakdown, we all predicted that Corinne would come out on top of that, which she did. But it kind of got a little awkward where somehow Taylor convinces the producers to like tell her where they're having their dinner and Wait, she gets to go there. Though? Wait, can I don't we think go she back? Can we go back? Convincing. Wait, can we go back though? Cuz the best part about that whole thing is cuz they're in New Orleans, they and then it's like Karen and freaking Lamo go off on the boat. Lamo. And <laughs> go off on the boat and then Taylor's just there. 
<laughs> that's like, yeah that's super like, awkward goes through this like weird voodoo like seance thing yes and she's there for like seemingly hours it gets real dark they're doing all this weird stuff to her and then she gets her own fan boat back it was also extra like it was just it like was. what is she what is happening right now completely unnecessary very weird and then she goes to the producers, and now you can pick up your story. But we can't talk about that without talking about the weirdness That's true. of all that. I'm glad you mentioned that. That was very, very odd. Super uncomfortable. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, they left us hanging there into the next episode where she shows up at dinner. I mean, I guess, I guess you're right, Chris. She probably didn't have to do much convincing to the producers that, oh, like... No, she was probably like, hey, I want to barge in on their dinner. And they're like, sure. We didn't yeah. think of that, but that's a great yeah, we idea. We didn't think of that idea. <laughs> no one's done that before, but you're be, we'll be uh, willing to let you do it. Uh, so she says her piece with Nick um, awkwardly goes away at that point. And then over the period of the next episode or so, Nick just sends a bunch of girls home. You get to go home, and you get to go home, and you get to go home. It was like an episode of Oprah or whatever. It was just like, what's, what's, what is happening? And we're down to six, and before we wrap this segment up, we're going we're gonna to tell you how we're going to rank our final six and how we're going to do that. But it's been a little wild the past couple of weeks. We've seen some, some upsets uh, happen. We've seen some awkward dates. It was the... Uh, where did they, where did they go? Where was their even trip to? I can't even remember anymore. St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. What what's what's going on? What is going on right now in the world of the Bachelor? We don't even know where we're gonna pick up on Monday if Nick's even gonna come back. Apparently, but it's been a wild uh, wild couple of weeks. But Corinne's still there. She's still hanging around. My my summary is basically this dude is super boring. He's so Very. boring, in fact, that he doesn't know how to, like, like have interesting conversations with the girls. And so I'm now so he's thrilled. getting to a point I'm where so he's like, oh, here. there's there's less of them, and I have to pick one. And I don't think I've gotten to know any of them, but he's still super boring. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so boring. Like, how, how is this? I, I'm going to get the wrong person because I'm so boring. Like, I'm pretty sure that's 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 where we're at. That is where we're at. Like, he started crying because he's so boring. He was thinking about like, himself. Like, he just and realized like, it. I, I, I can't believe myself and how boring I am. Like, and all the girls in the house are, except for Corinne, are just, I feel like they might be just as boring as him. Oh, like, come on. They are all terrible. Like, all the girls in the house are just terrible and lame. And they're like, is he coming back? Is, I think he's gone. I think he's gone. Because if you notice while he's crying, all of, like, the close-up shots on the girls are on everybody but Corinne. Because Corinne's like, this idiot's coming back. Like, what are you guys talking about? Like, Mm -hmm. you know what you're here for, guys. Like, what are we doing here? But he is – he literally – every week, I just can't understand how awful he is. And it's like I get why that The Bachelor likes him. Like, why ABC likes him because, like, one, he's too boring to have anything else going on for himself. And, like, two, he's just that lame that, like, yeah, he would think that he's going to find love four times on television. <laughs> he thinks it. Like, he's that lame. He really believes this thing. Yeah. Like, he really believes it. And that's what hit him. I think that's what hit him. He was like, oh, shit, I might – one of these six may not be the one, and I just wasted my time all over again. It really got awkward for him when, like, some of the girls start telling them 
telling him that like they're falling in love with him and he's like nope not over here not over here sorry and we've probably all been there that's never a fun place to be never a fun place to be when someone's falling hard for you and you're like what like mm, sorry we're not uh not on the same level there and so then he just started sending them home when that was happening Didi, we got to hear from you because your early favorite danielle l hurt Went on a two and one with Whitney, who got like no airtime in this whole episode, this whole thing, by the way, which was no. Like, I didn't even know who she was. Like we she were was like, who is this girl? It was a travesty. So she goes, they get picked on this two and one. They're like, why? And they never <laughs> even really found out an answer. Well, I guess in the end they did. But he goes, he starts talking. They're in this like random little island where there's like a bed. Like, come on, come on, really? So we could, this is good. What we're gonna do? So he's talking to Whitney, and then he goes over, and talks to Danielle, and he's like interrupts her conversation he's like excuse me i'll be right back and he sends whitney home and like out of nowhere and she's like she was she was stunned she was stunned she was like are you serious and then he eventually goes to dinner with dinner with danielle l and uh she starts pouring out the emotions dude talk about like emotional intelligence that girl wasn't wasn't exactly you know grade a beef i'm gonna tell you that right now she was so bad to listen to i was so (laughs) glad she went home really like she said like like after every five words. And the way she laughed, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting personal now. Anyways, so she goes home, but Didi, yeah, that's one of your that was one of your early favorites. I'm sure you were shocked to see her go. Well, I mean, she's the prettiest left. I mean, she was the prettiest oh, girl in no. the house. Like she's absolutely the prettiest girl in the house. Like so no. I mean, let's let's be real here. She was yeah, definitely the prettiest. Well, to me, hey, different strokes, different folks, whatever. To cool, me, she was cool. the prettiest one. And she she's she went home. Like and I'm and I, you know, and I'm happy for her because who wants to end up with Lamo? Like nobody wants to end up with this dude. Like, like you might be sad for a minute, but seriously, whenever he walked her to the car, like I was like waiting for the waiting for Dan Knopf to be in there to say, "What's up, Danielle?" Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there were so many opportunities. He sent so many women home <laughs> over the last two weeks, and I was like, "Damn it, I need to be there." Oh my god, that's my I show. Totally forgot about that. Now I'm thinking like the one where they're on the sandbar with the bed. Like Dan could have been in a boat. He could have been just like in a canoe. <laughs> Like, Whit, Whit, what's up, girl? Come here. Oh, Come here. This has to happen. That Dan's has to in be the helicopter. <laughs> Dan's in the helicopter waving yeah. his hands. I got you, Whit. I, I got, got you, Whit. I got all the time in the world for you. They're all worried about time. They're all so emotional over this time. And that was the other problem on this trip was when he th- went, went on the group date and they're playing volleyball. And it just, like, blew up in his face. All the girls were like, this is bullshit. This is such <laughs> bullshit. And he's like, the well, I guess the group date blew in my face. I've ever seen. The most miserable volleyball game I've ever seen. Yeah, life. why? I don't even understand how it got to that point. Like, they were all playing volleyball, and I think I went up and got, like, a drink from the fridge, and then everybody, they were, like, pushing each other and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I, how did it get that way? They're like, this is so stupid. I'm done. It's like, wait a minute. Why? Because usually it's just Corinne. It's like, it's so funny because it's like they all took a page because like Corinne just like went over to the bar and started taking shots. And then all the girls just started fighting each other, which I thought was like the funniest thing because he's like, because that's how it all started because it all started because it was like he goes over to Corinne because Corinne like just went over to the bar because that's just where Corinne lives. And I mean, shouts to Corinne. And and then the other girls were like, why does he always go to Corinne? They're like, forget this game. I'm done. Then like the one girl just starts pushing people over and then they're like, I didn't come here to play volleyball. I'm over it. I'm done. 
and it was hilarious. Like the most miserable volleyball game I've ever seen. It was. I just, oh, I couldn't understand that. And then he, that's where like the downfall really started. Yeah. That's where it really started. Cause then he sent, started sending people home out of nowhere. Um, in very awkward form, might I add, just the only way that Nick knows how to do it. But now we're down to six, and it's going to get interesting. It's, it's going to get very, very interesting. We, did, we, we haven't had even a rose ceremony for a while because at one night he was just – he canceled a cocktail party. He was just like, no, I know what I'm doing. Wild. Wild stuff. I don't even know what to. I don't even know what to think. Wouldn't Can't wrap my head around what's going so, on. So wouldn't it be so typical of like somebody that's really boring to go on a reality show and it end up with him meeting nobody? It can't end that way. No, Dude, and I will tell you why it's it not going to end that way. And this is something that we're not going to be able to account for when we do our rankings. But sure. I would not be surprised, because this happens on these shows sometimes. I would okay. not be surprised if he brought somebody back. Ooh. Okay. You Has see that, that on before? these shows sometimes yes. where they'll bring somebody that happens. they'll bring somebody back from like the first night that or they'll like somebody from another season halfway through the show, they'll bring that person in. I would not be surprised if that happens. Yep. Wow. Good call by you, Chris. If that, yeah. uh, I'll give well, you all the credit. Call if that happens, if that happens, because it needs to happen. He's because, scared. Right like now. these girls are like, they're not entertaining either. Like, you need to do something to shake it up. Yo, this is a television show. <laughs> like, it's a television show. Like, and we understand. Like, Corinne. Corinne's amazing, though. That's a, the difference between Corinne and other villains on these shows is that they're usually not as likable as Corinne is. Yeah. Corinne is unbelievably likable. Yeah, like, she is. She's hilarious. I, I agree. I think the three of us agree on that, but I think the majority of our listeners and uh, viewers of the show probably don't agree with that. Dude. I think we've all received feedback on our reviews of this show so far, and they're like, how can you guys like Corinne? Dude, we were at a... I was at a Bachelor watching party with, like, some friends from work or whatever, and we were just, like, drinking and, like, watching it, and it was super funny, but me and Siobhan are the only two that, like, every time Corinne was on, <laughs> we are just like, this is amazing. I love Corinne so much. I have, mo- I have moments. I have moments. There are some times where I'm just like, you need to go, but other times I just, I love her and everything that she, not like <laughs> love her. I'm not going to get Nick, Nick emotional on us, but uh, Chris, <laughs> it looked like you had a light bulb go off here just a second ago. Me? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like the entertain the entertainment part of this show was severely impacted and I don't remember the girl's name, but when the, when he sent home Whitney, the aspiring dolphin trainer. Whitney, yes. Because the, at least yep. for every show, the end of it, the last yeah, 2 I minutes mean. were hilarious. Did you notice this episode, this last one, they were like eating dark chocolate and everybody hated it. That was not funny. Yeah. But like Whitney was hilarious. Keep her she around was. because at least she makes people laugh. I Dude. think that's why he kept her around for so long. And then in that episode, she was like, I know Nick sees my, my funny side, but I want to get serious about you know, a relationship with, with him. Gone. She was gone right there and then. Maybe he's like, not hey, what maybe he'll bring do. her back. That would be wild. Maybe. Nah, he can't. It'd be great if he brought her back, but nah. But like. But her boob aversary or whatever she had, yeah. like the last <laughs> credits for that, where 
amazing. I was yes. like, I didn't even know this girl was on the show. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's there again. And the end of the haunted house episode was funny. Like yes, and that yes, episode was. was really stupid. And that right. it was it, she was just hilarious. She was like, I love that girl, man. Yeah. She she will be missed. She was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. She She'll was. be great on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> yeah. She will be great. Damn on it. There. Now I gotta watch that. Even if we don't cover it on this damn on thing. I'm gonna have to secretly watch that now too. Um all right, well, like we mentioned, we are down to six. Uh, in strictly alphabetical order, we have Corinne, Danielle M., Christina, Rachel, Raven, and Vanessa. Uh, now, the way that we decided to do this, since Nick decided to send a bunch of girls home before we get to draft them, uh, we're going to do this based on confidence points. And each of us are going to rank our top six girls in the order we think they're going to finish on the show so if we get the uh the winner correct that person will get six points if you get the runner up correct you'll get five points escalating all the way down to uh the first elimination coming up on monday would be worth one point if you get them specifically in that order chronologically uh gentlemen i hope you've done your research uh now the wild card could throw this whole thing off and we'll we'll get to that in our uh one year anniversary episode if we get to that point but are you both ready to pick your top six in the order you think they're going to finish if this, if this even finishes at all? Because I guess there's a chance that Nick, Nick gets cold feet again and is like, I'm just going to go back home and hopefully run into one of my ex-girlfriends in a coffee shop again, and maybe it'll work out that way instead. So are you both ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Um, I'm going to write this all, all this stuff down so we're uh, – Official in exactly everything that we do. Uh, we'll go, we'll kind of go around in a loop from. You want to go from six to one, or uh, uh, last to first, or first to last? Um, let's let's go last to first. Let's do last to first. So, so it's so we're starting six. off we're with in, the, your number one. One point, right? Yes, correct. So this would be worth. So if this person gets eliminated first in the episode on Monday. This would be worth one point. So coming in sixth place, I'm gonna go, we're going to go around. Let's do a loop here. Chris, I'm going right. to start with you. Who do you have coming in sixth place next elimination? Uh, Danielle M. Danielle M. Okay, interesting pick. This is also, of course, if, if one of them decides to leave uh, prior to the competition ending as well. So Danielle M. Didi, who do you have? In sixth place. Vanessa. Ooh. She's a prime candidate for potentially being like, peace, I'm out of here. She Very is. Prime. Absolutely. She is a prime candidate for that. Uh, sixth place for me. Gosh, damn. I'm leaning between two right now. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Rachel, which she got the first impression, Rose. She did. So that's a, that's a risky, risky one. All right. Next eliminated, finishing in fifth place. Uh, we'll do a snake. How about that? I'll go again. At this point, I'm going to go with Corinne. I think she's gone. I think we see her gone. Uh, Dee Dee, who do you have in fifth place after Vanessa. I want to say Danielle M, but it's not going to be Danielle M. Um, I'm going with Christina. Ooh. 
Hey, Christina. That's right. Most recently on a, on a one-on-one. Interesting. All right, Chris, then it goes back to you. Who do you have in fifth place after Danielle M? I have Rachel. There's Rachel there for him. All right. Fourth place, Chris, back to you. Uh, Who's home next? Yeah, I got Raven. Ooh, interesting. Dee Dee, you've got Vanessa, Christina. Who's home next? Oh man, this is this is this is a tough one for me, but it's it's Corinne. There it is. Corinne will not get an at-home visit. No, I do not see. Oh, that you're right. Happen. That's where we are at that point. After that, yeah, great point. Great point. I just I I don't see that happening. But if it does, oh my God, I can't wait to meet Corinne's family. Fantastic, fantastic, <laughs> and and her nanny. Um, <laughs> all right, in fourth place, uh, going home. I've got Rachel, I've got Corinne, and then I'm going to go with, ah, damn it, Danielle M. I guess we could just call her Danielle now. Um, okay, we're going to snake back to me. Shit, I'm not ready for this. Uh, so this is, your, this, this is the final three at this point. Gosh, damn. Uh, shit. You ready, Dan? No, I'm not ready. I'm so <laughs> emotional into this. I... And I prepared for this all week. I knew we were doing this. Um, ah, I'm going to go with Raven. All right. Third place, Didi. Who do you have? Third place, I am going with Raven. Oh, another Raven. Chris already has Raven gone at four. Who does he have going home at three? Corinne. There he is. So Chris has Corinne going the furthest okay. in third place. I can't wait. To, we, we still got to get to Katie's corner. We got to move along here. Uh, yeah. Second place, finishing runner-up to Nick's heart. Chris, who do you have? Christina. Which dance, means I have dance, Vanessa dance. as my number one. Okay. There it is. Oh, yeah, good call. Didi, who are your final two? Who's your, who's your runner-up and your winner? Rachel is going to be the runner-up. Danielle M is going to be the winner because Danielle M is possibly the most boring person that I've ever heard talk and the boring, most boring looking person and her and Nick, the lame-o will look, will be so great together and they'll have a bunch of lame, boring kids. Didi and me have the exact opposite pick. Like his last place pick is Vanessa and that's my first. (laughs) My last place pick is Danielle M and that's his first. That's amazing. You're right. And you're, you, you guys switch, switched your, your second and your fifth place are the, t- the same two. <laughs> I'll run that down. Hey, one of quick. us is going to do real well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of us has got this. One of you has it locked up. Uh, second place, I'm going to go with Christina. And I also think uh, Vanessa could absolutely leave. Like she could be, she could be next, but mm-hmm. I have her as the winner if she can, if she can hold, hold, hold strong mentally. So to run it down, Chris, you have Vanessa winning, followed by Christina. Corinne, Raven, Rachel, and Daniel M going home most recently. Didi's got Daniel M winning the whole damn thing, <laughs> followed by Rachel, Raven, Corinne, Christina, and Vanessa going home uh, next on the chopping block. And I also have Vanessa as the winner, Christina as runner-up, followed by Raven, Daniel M, Corinne, and then Rachel. So we're all over the board, especially you guys are all over the place. I can't wait for that. Chris, let's throw it to you real quick and get to Katie's Corner. Okay. Uh, Katie's Corner. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, just a few notes from fiance Katie this week. Uh, along with Dan and I, Katie says, Vanessa is my favorite to win. Katie has kind of influenced me on that decision, I have to be honest. Um, 
she continues to point out the fact that they have the most similar noses and Vanessa is still around. So Katie's nose theory lives on. Oh my um, God. There it is. Katie says, Corinne is growing on me not to win, but for pure entertainment. So she's with us on that one. Uh, she's hilarious and her sleeping is my favorite. I'm, su- <laughs> I'm surprised that Lor- Lorna, Lona, the house mom in St. Thomas oh, yeah. uh, wasn't a test. Obviously it was from the show producers, but once Nick finds out, I think uh, Corinne is a goner. Um, she also says, lesson learned, don't put boys in the chokey, uh, as where the one girl did, right? She started choking Nick, and then he was like, you can go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I forgot yeah. to talk about that. She went nuts. Yeah, that was a little... She yeah. did it more than once. She was like, ah, I'm going to choke Jasmine? you. And then you're like, oh, okay, ha, yeah. ha, ha. And then she's like, no, really? And she did it like five more times. It was a little... And he's like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to walk you out. A little extra. Uh, Katie continues, the St. Thomas dates were too serious and super lame, hence Nick, Nick having a mental breakdown on national TV. My favorite date the past two weeks was the Haunted Mansion. The girls on the date got along, and it was creepy, entertaining. And that is that will round things out for Katie's Corner this week. Excellent. Excellent stuff there. Once again, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Larry. And there we have it. We have our final, our final six, so we'll, uh, we'll continue to update that. But once again, we spent way too much time on a single, single topic. <laughs> We're running behind. So. We're like almost an hour in. And, uh... ah, terrible. I know. Terrible. All right, we've got to get through some of these. Let's get to the Super Bowl. We won't talk about it too much because we've been hearing about it on I mean, every freaking station like on, the, should... on the planet forever. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Maybe we skip the Super Bowl. Should we skip it? Let's talk about Gaga. How great was Gaga? Amazing, Gaga right? was amazing. Gaga was good. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah. Happy with that. Not the greatest game of all time. That's the other argument. It's not the greatest. It wasn't a good game. It was a great comeback. Just want to state that. That's my theory on it. It, it was, was maybe the greatest... the, it was maybe the greatest collapse of all time. That's true. And, yeah. and the great combined was. with the greatest comeback of all time. Yeah, like it was definitely the greatest collapse of all time. Like the the thing is, like I remember, like I got all these um, like retweets and likes on something because somebody like. Because somebody asked me, like, who are you rooting for anyways? And I was like, a better game than this one. And that was at, it would have been 9-14 East Coast time. There you go. So we're going into the fourth quarter, and all these people are, like, retweeting and, like, liking what I'm saying because this game is terrible. And then it was a great last hour. of It was the greatest last hour of the Super Bowl of all time. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Because before that, I mean, everyone's leaving parties. I've heard so many stories. Like, even, like, girlfriend left her party, like, at the like in middle of the third quarter she was like yeah i'm going home right you know what i mean and then like i was calling her like oh my god like it's happening like matt ryan just fumbled this is happening right now and then she gets home and watches the end of the comeback and then there's so many people i talked to last like over the last week they've been like yeah like i left my party came home and was like what huh they won they tied it like what yeah Insane. so I uh mean, real quick favorite commercial oh favorite commercial the Cam Newton commercial was, was amazing. That the was Cam great. Newton Buick commercial. Oh. That was great. I like the uh, the buy the buy 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 with Christopher Walken and uh, Justin Timberlake. The buy drink. Yeah, that was good. It was brief, but it was uh, I, I liked was, it. That was good. That was one of like maybe two or three that like I actually remembered after the Super Bowl. Right. There was also one in babies dressed up as people that made me laugh really hard. But Super Bowl babies. Yeah. Super Bowl babies. Yeah, that was yeah. Great. that one was good. That was but, good. But probably my – because the thing is, here's – I go back and forth with this, right? Tide did the best advertising of all time in the Super Bowl. But the commercial wasn't all that good, though. The Terry oh, Bradshaw true. thing? Yeah. Because, like, 
were you watching? Were you watching the pregame show? And were like one of the millions of people who thought Terry Bradshaw just had a stain on his like shirt. Just thought, yeah, just that's Terry. You know, I didn't. Even know I thought I didn't it, see that. Yeah, because like here's what they did. It was like they like Terry Bradshaw's doing the pregame. It's on Fox. He's doing the pregame. He has this huge stain on his shirt. Just looks like a freaking spaghetti stain on his shirt. And like everyone is tweeting about it. Freaking. Terry stain is like trending all over Twitter. Like all right. these different topics with Terry Bradshaw has a freaking stain on his shirt. It just looks like a sloppy mess. And then freaking they go straight to commercial and it's Terry Bradshaw and a tie dad. And it tells you how he got the stain on his shirt and he's looking for a shirt and this whole thing. It was amazing advertising. Like it was the greatest advertising in Super Bowl history. Just the, com- the actual commercial wasn't my favorite commercial, but the right. advertising doing that with the pregame, having all these people actually think they did it. It was is it was next level like like we finally really saw was. something that we hadn't seen before they did it, it was amazing that's true that's super true. bowl that commercials made me think like at some point we could do a bracket about or like just an episode where we have a topic where we like rank the best commercials we could it's not bad something to think about it's not bad yeah. all right something to think about all right let's try to get through something else here uh what's the number oh this one we have to talk about because i'm fired about fired up about this one because I think, Didi, you put this on the menu about Ronda Rousey questioning if she's the biggest fraud in sports history because uh, UFC president Dana White came out recently saying that it, he believes that she's going to hang it up, retire uh, after her most recent loss to Amanda Nunes uh, a couple of weeks ago. Didi, I'm going to give you the floor first because you posed the question. It's fair to ask it, though. Like, it's really fair to ask it. No, like, it's not. Ronda Rousey was beating all these girls in like 30 seconds. And a lot of people, I remember a lot of people who did UFC, who were like actually UFC, were like, I don't know if this girl's that good. And people were like, oh my God, they're hating. She's a woman. She's up there with the boys, this and that. And then she actually fights two women who do this, who do this. And she gets her ass destroyed and now she's retiring and i'm like wait 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 like you were the biggest star in this entire sport like still is the biggest star in this entire sport and then you take two losses and it's over like we haven't known ronda rousey that long people were calling her a better athlete than serena williams whenever (laughs) ronda rousey was like at her height Mm -hmm. and now i'm like wait 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 like now you're retiring you may be the biggest fraud in the history of sports, they put her up there against. I feel like now I look at Ronda Rousey's career and I think that like she was fighting girls who were working at McDonald's part time, and like Dana White put them in the ring because they looked menacing, and then like she went out there and beat them, and they propped up this girl, and then like she became the star. She's in movies, she's everywhere, and then she takes two L's, and now she's gone. The biggest fraud in history might be the biggest fraud in sports history. No, because the biggest fraud in sports history is Jeremy Lin. That's the biggest fraud. In sports history, I'll tell you that right now. It's not Ronda Rousey because there would be no women's division without Ronda Rousey. It doesn't matter who she fought. She plowed through everybody. Like you said, it wasn't even, it wasn't even close. She be, this is the times that she beat some of her opponents. 25 seconds, 49 seconds, 25 seconds, 39 seconds, 51 seconds, listen, 16 listen, seconds, Dan. 14 <laughs> seconds. Listen, I could punch you and run away real quick too. You know, I know how it works. <laughs> I could be That's real not how good it works, at that. You don't know how it Listen, works. That's not how it works. I could be real good at that, but if yep. I have to punch somebody and then stand there and continue the fight, I don't think I'd be as good. I don't think I'd be as good. Very true. I really don't have a strong 
it, like opinion on this, but I'm trying to stir the pot a little bit. So is Tiger Woods <laughs> the biggest fraud because he can't golf now? He can't Wait a finish a competition? What I'm more concerned what? about from this conversation is that you still are holding a grudge on Jeremy Lin, apparently. Where, where did that come from? Yeah, like He's what more did of a Jeremy fraud Lin than Ronda Rousey is? He's more of a fraud. He's had a nice career. Yeah, like he's still in the NBA. Nice like, career. Doing his thing. So have I. What? Come on. Come on. Jeremy he was Lin, a star. Like... He was a star for a minute. A minute. Yeah. She's been the biggest star in this sport for a couple of years. And just because the competition but wasn't as good as wasn't up to her level, just because the competition wasn't up to her level doesn't mean that makes her a fraud. She lost to Holly Holm, which was an was a fine that, that loss was fine. Okay. Was then she was mentally gone. I don't care who she faced in her next fight. She was going to lose that fight no you matter what. And Amanda a Nunes can kick anybody's ass. Anybody's ass. You were explaining ass. a fraud. Jeremy Lin is smart. He's a car- cultural icon. Get out of here. Yes. And he's had like a career that's four times longer than Ronda Rousey. You can't have a long career in UFC. The fact that she's retiring after two losses doesn't mean anything. She's 30. That's, that's, that, most UFC fighters don't last that long. I, we're talking about Jeremy Lin now, Dan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, i rather talk. i rather talk. Dude, do you know this was like the four, this is like the four year anniversary of like, of the, of Lin Sanity. Like, they've been doing different things on ESPN about, because this was like, whenever he played the Lakers. How many teams has he Lakers. played for since that? Three? So? He's still making that money? And she's not? He she's going to be a huge star. She doesn't have to get Here beat up anymore. She no. can do anything. She's talking to WWE where she can get she can't bumps act, when dude. she knows she's going to get she them and get that paid other even chick, more. That other chick that they propped up, they made her a fraud too, Paige Van Zant. No, she don't you, don't you dare. about to take another L, but she's the one that's going to be in the WWE because she can act, and she actually seems like she's got a personality. Ronda Rousey. Does not. She does, but there. W- I love Paige Van Zandt, but there would be no Paige Van Zandt. There would be no Holly Holm. There would be no Amanda Nunes if it wasn't without for Ronda the fraud, Rousey. Without the fraud, that is Ronda Rousey. Like, so I'm the not first twelve wins meant nothing. She did in her fraudism, like in her in her days of being a fraud, she did a lot. She did a lot for like young girls and things like that, and a lot of things for women to make them feel like, yeah, like I can go out there and I can, you know, be a fucking badass and still be pretty and do all this other shit. Like, yeah, like she did a lot, but she's also. A fraud. So is Conor McGregor a fraud because he lost? No, because Conor McGregor is still fighting. Conor McGregor is can fight, and, and he's Je- still out there fighting. And Jeremy Lin is still playing basketball. Okay, <laughs> very true. I'm not I'm, very I'm, true. <laughs> no, I'm done with Jeremy Lin. No, she doesn't <laughs> not, have actually. to fight anymore. She's not like oh, I'm retiring because I'm going to lose again. No, she doesn't have re- to. Why would you want that career it's rather than a career in acting or anything else right. where you can get paid without getting hit in the face? Well, Dan, you're obviously on Team Ronda Rousey, and I am on Team yeah. She's a Fraud. Because I actually like, watched the sport. He put her out there against girls who worked at Home Depot I actually and had it. muscles and couldn't fight. And that's what freaking Dana White did. And he's a genius for doing that. Don't think I'm, like, hating them for doing that. I'm just saying that, like, she's a fraud. You like, she's Misha, a fraud. You think Misha Tate worked at McDonald's? She was the champ, and she beat her twice. Yeah, well, she probably worked. She probably served fries half the time. What about, is Misha Tate a fraud? She just retired. Misha Tate wasn't Ronda Rousey. I just want to point out that Jeremy Lin played against real NBA basketball players. And was putting up like and Ronda Rousey fought against real UFC fighters. You guys are out of your skulls. I wish we had more time for this. <laughs> My gosh. Whatever. Anyways. <sighs> well, we're yeah, up Tyler on... Woods is a fraud too because he can't make a cut. How about that? Are you kidding? 
All right. I don't no, want to talk to you that. right now because you just compared Ronda Rousey to Tiger Woods. I and don't I can't do that. this because you're the same people who compared. You're people. probably the same people who compared Ronda Rousey to freaking Serena Williams. I can't do this. No, I, I can't didn't do, do this. Nah, Putting didn't Ronda that. Rousey in the same sentence as these unbelievable greats. Tiger played against Tiger played she against shit competition too, no. and now Jordan Spieth and Jason Day and Dustin Johnson are around who can beat him, and he can't even make a cut. Tiger, I know this is completely different. I'm just Tiger saying you how outrageous it sounds. To me. Those dudes are supposed to beat him. We just want Tiger to win because we all want to care about golf again, but there's nobody like Tiger. That's the problem. <sighs> Let's move on. Wasn't like Tiger and Phil? Tiger went up against Phil. Yeah, Tiger had competition. Yeah, Tiger had like, Phil, and uh, Ronda, had, Ronda had Misha. That's it. Oh, my God. Tiger beat Just Phil. get out. I'm done. Ronda beat Misha. I don't know who Misha they is. They hit her away from competition. I don't know. Chris, I don't know who Misha is. I'm really... I, I keep trying to steer this into Linsanity again, and nobody wants to go there. I'd much rather talk about Linsanity and how glorious that time was. Well, we don't have time I, for that. It was such a great time. Yeah, as a, as a Knicks fan, was. that's like the one time over the last 15 years I've felt happy. I don't know. Charles Oakley didn't make you happy this week. <laughs> oh, that's in Quick Bites. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get the Quick Bites. Let's get to. Uh, I wish he could have. Nick fan, that's gonna make me happy. I wish he could have landed the punch. Is what I wish he could have done. <laughs> we'll get that in Quick Bites. Let's uh, let's go music. Here we go. Uh, I'm, I need to calm down. D, you need to calm down. So Chris, why don't you just get started off with what you're listening to music this week? What we're listening to. What I'm. <laughs> yeah, we need. To, can we just get Dee to sing, and that could be our intro for this? Yeah, seriously. So I don't have to. Yeah, if we could just. Cut down production. And we just do it live, just like that. That's great. Well, we're listening. You get to do the to... Bachelor one too. Um. Okay. I've been listening to the Big Sean album. Okay. The and Big I Sean. feel like have we all listened to this? Not yet. I'm not. I, uh, okay. A lot. Just a little bit. Well, just, this can be this can be more of a conversation than me just ranting on it. Then. Um. I I like it. I. Problem with Big Sean for me is that everything he does is gonna have to match up to Finally Famous, which just was insane. Like I, I, I love that album so much that it's hard for anything that Big Sean does for me uh, to live up to Finally Famous. But I really like this album. Um, there's so much that I like about it that I feel like it's it's easier for me to like identify the things that I don't like about it because there's only a couple. I really don't like Eminem's verse on No Favors. Ooh, what? Wow. What? Chris with the Fuego take. Why? Oh, man, it's getting frosty in here real quick. Oh, please explain. I just feel like Eminem has, like, he obviously has a delivery, right, that is unique to him. And, like, his anger and the way that he goes about things is, is that's Eminem. Sure. But, like, his... Different. At some point, I feel like he has to try to be a little bit like like bring something original, especially if you're going to be on somebody else's track. And they probably have him on there. Well, I know why he's on there. They're both Detroit guys, and Eminem's an icon, and so that's why I'm sure Big Sean wanted him on this this track. But like, I think the only thing different about it is that like he started in a lower octave and then brought it all the way to the top. But I feel like just for me, like the way that it evolves is kind of awkward. And sometimes it's hard for me to take his delivery seriously when he's like screaming and like he's getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And then he ends it with saying like, like doing math homework, like 
it just is kind of like it like Mom's kills spaghetti. it for me. And then he'll talk about like beating somebody over the head with a space heater, and he sounds completely calm. I don't know. I I didn't wow, I didn't like the ver- the what what Eminem did on that one track. That was what like a cake. Okay. Unfortunately, the one thing that I don't like is sticking out from this album. But the whole thing is really good. I mean, like I really do like the entire album. Okay. Yeah, I love the album, and um. Yeah, I love I love the album too, and it's funny you mentioned Finally Famous, and I'm like, I love Finally Famous. I love Finally Famous so much, like that album is so good. But like this album, I feel like is it is better. I think it's better because Finally Famous takes me back to a time, and I feel like that's why. Like if I have issues when I if I rank Big Sean albums, I'll think of Finally Famous because like it takes me back to like a really fun time. In a very interesting time in my life when I was like listening to Finally Famous all the time. But um, but this one is just good. And I in the Eminem verse, I love because I feel like he says it's almost like a I need an Eminem verse every once in a while to let all the frustrations out about what's going on in the world. And like whenever he says Trump's a bitch, yeah, I'll make his whole plan go under, it just makes me feel good. <laughs> like it just makes me feel like it's you know, like it's just like whew, you know, it's like I it's oh, like he said that and it's like I wanted to say that. Like, man, that's a beautiful thing. And it, it, he and it, that verse makes me feel that way, but but I do I do love the album. What are your favorite uh what are your favorite tracks on it? On it uh I know No Favors is not one of them. One of <laughs> no, fa- no the weird I'm thing not, is though, like I'm not through it yet, but that's Everything else about No Favors I love. House. I just hate that one little part. I just I just it's hard. Big Sean's verse is great on that, on that, on that song too. That's the thing. His verse is great on that song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, "Bounce Back" is probably my favorite song, but um, yeah, solid. I also noticed listening to this album that, to me, it I I noticed a lot of at least it seemed like it like Drake influence to some of his songs. Like there were there are. And I, I don't have, like, which songs in which moments specifically. But there are times when, in one of the verses, he'll kind of almost, you know, um, like, replicate, but with his own words, a rhythm or a melody to a, a Drake song from, uh, from like, any, any of his past albums. I noticed, like, three or four times throughout this album that, um, I mean, I could be completely off about that. Maybe it's a coincidence, but it seemed like there were, like, some Drake influences in it, which I love Drake, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was a it's it's a good album. I uh, was excited about it. I were some of the pre release tracks though not included on this. Um, I know that like living singles not on there. Yeah, and but the other ones are okay. But like, cause bounce back is on there. Uh, balconies on there. Right. I feel like there was one more. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the other band I'm listening to this week um, Moves. is... That's the other one. That was on there. What's that? I said Moves. That's on the album, too. Oh. That was the other one. Yeah. Uh, there's a band called Settle Your Scores, uh, which I actually was pointed in the direction of from a friend of ours that does his own podcast, uh, the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Ooh, um, shouts out, yeah. Settle Your Scores. They put an album out in late January called The Wilderness. They sound... A lot like A Day to Remember, but really what they seem to be almost a carbon copy of for me. You can tell they're clearly influenced by Four Years Strong. Um, and they have a song called, let me pull it up here. If if loose, link, 
if loose lips sink ships, then you're the Titanic. And it's a it's an wow. awesome song. It has a moog in it. And if you know anything like A Day to Remember or Four Years Strong, they're kind of like pop punk bands, but they have a little bit of like a hardcore um, flair to their songs, um, some breakdowns throughout them. And this one is just like that, but it has a moog in it, which is uh, which is a really cool sound. So uh, that is a good one to check out. Settle your scores, the wilderness. If you are into that type of music, I think you might like it. So check it out. And uh, the Spinning Thoughts podcast is going to have settle your scores on an upcoming edition. So you could subscribe to them and check that out as well. Check them nice. out for sure. Nice, nice. Didi, throw it to you. What's going through your earlobes this week? All right, <laughs> my earlobes. <laughs> All right, so I've been listening the I've been listening to the Big Sean a lot. I've been listening to other things too, but uh, on the Big Sean album, I love the song "Omi." I love that song a ton, and uh, "Stick to the Plan" in voice. It's like "Voices in My Head" slash "Stick to the Plan." I listen to that song now every single morning, super loud. Wow! Because it just like it, it, I don't know. It's like he's just talking about just like you know not listening to the voice in his head that's saying he's not that he could do better. He's just sticking to the plan and just keeping it moving. And I just love that song so much because I feel like we all kind of get, you know, have those moments where you're just like, all right, you know, I could be doing this, could be doing that, but you're just like, no, stick to the plan. And the way he just starts yelling it at the end, you just get super hyped up and it just, like, gets me going in the morning. And um, what's the other song on there? Oh, Sacrifices, featuring the Migos. That is another great song on that uh, that album, too. Um, Here's... Okay, I saw this band this week uh, by the name of RKCB at my friend's event called Music and Tacos, and they're an, they're an R&B soul band, and they are really good. Uh, the song called Baptized that really stuck out to me, but listen to their whole EP that's out. Um, new band, RKCB, they're just really good. I just want everybody to listen to them because I want them to be huge. I want them to get everybody to listen to them. And here is one that uh, you may not expect – you may not be checking for Aaron Carter. Oh. Aaron Carter has an EP on the way. Mm-hmm. He has two songs that are out right now. And I tried really hard to ignore them. I tried really hard not to pay attention to them. I tried really hard to be like, this isn't something I'm going to like. Fool's Gold and Sooner or Later are really good records. And they're from Aaron Carter. I'm not saying they're great records. I'm not wow. saying they're the best songs in the world. But here's what I'm saying. They're good and they're from Aaron Carter in 2017. I and I don't know what to do. When you listen to the playlist, you're going to be just as shocked as me. Yeah. You're be just as shocked as me. Some something that I've always like kind of hoped for as time's gone on is that Aaron Carter Wait, Aaron Carter is the one that did that's how I beat Shaq, right? Yeah. I've always wanted the two of them to get back together and redo that music video. Oh, they did. They did? Yeah, there is a um there's a video of them doing it again. Oh. Like, yeah. Okay, I got to see YouTube this. YouTube that shit. Wish granted, yeah. Chris. Wish granted. Yeah, I know, just like Wish that. Wish this has been granted. The magic yeah. Yeah. Wow. breakdown does. Nice. Because it was one of those, um, crap. What were those? I forget what the show was called, but he, oh, Tosh. Tosh did it. Oh, like a web redemption thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tosh did it. Nice. And it's really funny. You'll have to. Um, there it is. One, yeah. One more thing, kind of in like the... The way Didi uh, explained, like, how he, like, tried to not, like, be into the songs, but he liked them. Um, 
uh, Katy Perry has have put out a new song this week. Yes. And Ooh, like, yeah. I listen to it list. and every time they're like new song from Katy Perry, I'm like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to hate this. And then I didn't like it, but it was stuck in my head for like six hours. Yes. And that You're is like, about... that's, that's peak Katy Perry. That's a beautiful transition right into me because I've Wait, got it I on got there. I got one more. I got one more. Oh, one more. of course he does. One more. I got one more, Dan. I'm sorry. I got one more. One there more. Be another I got one a lot of music this week. One more. Sam Hunt, uh, country singer. No, um, don't do it. No. Body like a back road. That's the jam. Why? Did you? Why do you have that? No, because fiance Katie called that the quote song of the summer. Dude. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're Dude. not even to Valentine's Day yet. It can't happen. It's never it happened be. in the history of music. It might be the no, song I've, of the summer. No, I, I listened to it. I did. Because Body Like a Back Road is fire. And here's another thing about Body Like a Back Road. I'm telling you, I looked at when the tour dates were for this tour because he's going on tour with Marin Morris, another person that I absolutely love. And um, I literally looked at the tour dates because I want to go to this show at home, but I just can't do it. But I'm telling you, that is the concert of the summer. Like, they're at post what, whatever the hell Starlake's called now. <laughs> like, whatever it's called now. It's in June. Keep, uh, yeah. You Keep guys back. better be there. That's because I'm telling you. That's fiance Katie's request because she goes to pop punk night you, with me all the time. So she wants to go to that be show. There. Well, Sam, yeah. the thing is, and also here's the thing about Sam Hunt Sam Hunt's music is a mix of a lot of different genres. Like, he's like the Drake of country music in a sense of the way that his delivery is. Like, he does a lot of things that are like hip hop influence, RB influence. And, like, people who love country music hate Sam Hunt. They hate Sam Hunt. So that right there should tell you, this might be something that I could listen to. And um, and then Marin Morris is just, like, really dope. But anyhow, that show is going to be the show of the summer. And I'm going to it out here. But you need to go to it there because it is going to be so much more fun there because tailgating and Dan, as a single fellow, you need to stay single till that concert. <laughs> whoa, jeez. That shit is going till to June. be fire. Gosh. <laughs> like, whoa. Shit. That's the show of the summer. I'm just letting that's you know nice. right now. Body All like right. a back road. What? Like, that song is dope, and it is. What, bumpy? It, it came out too early. It should have came out in June, but it's going to be big. I just thought, like, before I heard it, Katie said body like a back road, and the first thing that came into my mind was, like, back road Man. is, like, old and dirty. I'm like, an old and dirty like, body? Bumpy. Oh, that's and... gross. But then it's curves, curvy, man. and now I get it. But at first, I was like, ugh, that's a gross name for his song. It is. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, that's um, what I'm listening to. Dan, go for it. All right, I got to throw it to me. I got to try to go through these as quick as I can. Uh, Chris, you did mention the Katy Perry song, which is breaking records as we speak. The highest first day stream song on Spotify by a female artist. Of course, Chained to the Rhythm. If you haven't heard it yet, you probably will by the time you hear this episode. Or if not, check it on uh, our playlist. She's in a new era, and she's calling it purposeful pop. We should name we- this episode "Chain to the." What's it called? "Chain to the Rhythm." Yes. We should name this episode that just to get the search results. Cool, dude. Chain to the rhythm. That's done. It's done. Done. There it is. Chain to simple. the rhythm, uh, featuring Skip Marley, who I'm going to get to here in a second. But yeah, it's a new era called purposeful pop that she, Katie Perry, is behind, where there's a more, way more of a message. Than she's ever had before, uh, and I don't mean like she kissed a girl and she liked it. There's way more of a message behind your lyrics hey, that's now. That's deep. That is, it's real deep. So that record is everywhere. If you haven't heard it, it's it's making its ways around. Speaking of Skip Marley, yes, that is the grandson of the great Bob Marley. He released a single this uh, past week called Lions. It's his uh, it's his debut single after he was just signed with Island Records. It's kind of like reggae hip hop fusion. A little bit. He 
he definitely still has that reggae uh, sound to him, but it's a little bit different uh, twist that he puts on it. And Lions is a jam. I think everybody's going to really, really like it. So check that out from Skip Marley. Uh, Betty Who, she's an Australian singer-songwriter, and her song called Some Kind of Wonderful just came out this past week, part of her second album that's due out in March. It's kind of like sugar poppy, but there's some creative synth work done in it, and it's very, very catchy, and it's probably my favorite song that I'm giving to you this week. So Betty Who was some kind of wonderful. Uh, Jocelyn Alice is a pop singer out of Canada. You may have heard of her before. Um, she's pretty well-known up in Canada, making the rounds in the United States. Her song called Bound to You also released this week. It's a little slower, but the, she has a fantastic vocal range. Uh, so if you like that type of music, Bound to You from Jocelyn Alice will be one that you like. Chris, I can't believe you didn't bring this one up, but I'm speaking to your heart here. Less Than Jake, their brand new album, Sound the Alarm, uh, out a couple weeks ago. Their song, Bomb Drop, off of that album is fantastic. Extremely catchy and upbeat. Classic Less Than Jake. I really, really like that. Those guys are still doing it after all these years. So Bomb Drop from Less Than Jake. And then... This is a Chris Gates special. You thought that one was good. Milky Chance, my man. Milky Chance. No, one of those was That's... a special. The other one is trash <laughs> is what it is. It's not trash. Uh, their song Ego <laughs> came out last week uh, off of their op- album called Blossom, which will be out in mid-March. It's the second single off the album. Very catchy guitar riffs throughout the song. Uh, more of an up- upbeat song from, uh, from Milky Chance, so... Looking forward to that album. That's my favorite song off of it so far. So that is what I am listening to this week. Boy, we've got a lot going on in the world of uh, music, boys. Yeah. It's going to be one hell of a playlist. Look out for that. Uh, all right. We've got to put a bow in this thing. But before we do, <clears throat> I, that's, that's usually your line, Chris, but I'm taking it from you. I'm sorry. Go for it. Uh, quick bites. Let's bite them up. Valentine's Day. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you boys already have your plans for Valentine's Day? You don't have to tell us what they are, but uh, it's right around the corner. Hate it celebrating tonight, though. Okay. Ooh, celebrating tonight. Okay. Yeah. Chris? Uh, I think it's kind of stupid. <laughs> like, It is. I think Valentine's Day is just another day where it's like, oh, everybody has to treat tonight like your anniversary. Like, no, treat your anniversary like your anniversary, and then whatever. So yes. we're going to a hockey game. Like, it'll be, we'll go out together that night, but I, I think it's way overblown. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Like, we're going out to dinner tonight. Like, it's my favorite restaurant, too, and hers, too. So it's just like, whatever. Yeah. But we're doing. Sounds like I'll be going to Hooters on uh, hey, Valentine's hey, Day. Hey, so, that's the best um, plan of anybody. It you know, really is. I don't hate it because I don't have to spend any money. Like, I, I mean, I've, I've been there where it's like, ah, gosh, you got to spend this money for this evening that's not really necessary. But, yeah, sometimes I like it. It just throws things off in the uh, – I think I might. it might be different. You know, obviously here on the East Coast, it's cold every Valentine's Day, and it's miserable. On the West Coast with UDD, I might think of Valentine's Day a little bit differently. You give you some more options of what to do besides, like, let's go to a nice place for dinner because you can't do a whole lot of other stuff. No, uh, that's true. So maybe some different options uh, there. Next topic. Next bite. There are, they've introduced a champagne vending machine in Las Vegas. This is in – where is this? do 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 Mandarin Oriental on the Strip, and it, it costs $20 for a token, and then you go get your little champagne bottle out of this vending machine. Boys, we've been to Vegas. How great is this idea? It's a great idea. What kind of get champagne on the go? Why not? What kind of champagne? I don't like how you have to, 
you have to have a special token for it. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. Yeah. It's like an extra hoop but, to jump through. Do we know what kind of champagne? I'm going to effort that right now. Because 20 bucks for a token. Because I guess you'd token. have to do the token thing. You'd have to do the token thing because, like, you can't have, like, some kid just going up to the machine. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. And being able to get champagne. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. So I get why they have that. But, right, no, it, do, the it does got to suck. You just can't go in and just, like, you know. Put your money in and just go get it. But we need more of those. We talked about vending machines. We did the pizza ATM a couple mm-hmm. episodes back. More ideas like that. This is all good stuff. This is all good stuff. Uh, Grammys are on tonight, boys. Tomorrow. Well, yeah, tonight. Whatever. Tonight. We do this. Unless you're listening to this on Monday, then you miss yeah. them. <laughs> the Grammys are on Sunday. <laughs> so we haven't seen them yet, obviously. Are you looking forward to it? It's one of my favorite award shows of the entire year. Probably the, oh, besides the brunchies, I mean, it's, then it's Grammys <laughs> for me. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for it to see what happens. And there's like this whole thing with like a lot of people supposedly not showing up. But with the people that are showing up, like Chance the Rapper's performing, I'm excited to see what Chance the Rapper does. Chance is going to take home some hardware. His, He's going to take home some In front of his hardware. biggest audience ever. Like this is going to be Chance the Rapper's biggest audience. So when that happens, like that makes me excited because like I love Chance and I talk about Chance a ton. And there are a lot of people who don't know Chance. So I just hope he, you know, takes the stage and just tears it up. He's going to take home some hardware. It's going to be interesting to see some of the results uh, tomorrow. We'll have some exciting recaps of anything that shocks us, like Beck taking home album of the year, which he <laughs> will next year, like I called last year. Um, Weird. Grammys, good stuff. Uh, Chris, this one's for you, especially Charles Oakley. Talk about him fighting a whole big deal with the Knicks in the middle of a game. What are your thoughts? I wish he could have got a punch in. It was what I wish. Because somebody in the front office needs to be punched from how much of a train wreck the Knicks are. Um, but instead, it's just, well, it's really just another chapter in the train wreck. Yes. <laughs> it's a disaster. They should both be embarrassed. Because Charles Oakley doesn't exactly have the cleanest record in his career mm-hmm. and things like that. He's been ejected a bunch of times. So the truth is somewhere there in the middle where he was saying some shit <clears throat> or security was sent over to him prematurely. The truth is somewhere there in the middle, but James Dolan is a disaster right now as yeah. an owner. I know that hits you home a little bit more so, Chris, but both parties look ridiculous in this situation. Well, there are, there are all kinds of free Oakley uh, T-shirts on the internet right now, and I heard uh, on Twitter that Rangers fans, the next night there was a Rangers game, and they were actually chanting something like free Oakley. So oh, the geez. fans are, are in favor of Oakley, and I think there's more more than just me who wishes he could have gotten the punch in. Yeah. yeah. Been, I mean, I think that's what banned. every fan wants. Like, been, I think every fan wants to punch James Dolan, and I think he came as close as they'll get. He's the hero now. <laughs> He's been banned from Madison Square Garden, not permanently, but for a while, apparently, so. <laughs> Who knows how that mess is going to uh, clean itself up. Uh, and then lastly, and quickly, we got a, uh, a listener shout-out from uh, our guy. Once again, Classy Doug Glassy getting a lot of mentions in this episode. But he threw some information our way where uh, Nickelback and Daughtry are going on tour together. And he wants to know, is this the worst tour duo of all time? Well, Dan, you just got upset about Sam Hunt. And now after you hear this, I think Sam Hunt has to sound like a, a, a day at, I don't know, Disney World compared to... Nickelback and and Daughtry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sam Hunt any day, all day over this duo. I mean, it really, it can't get much worse. I mean, oh, gosh. Talk about Washed Fest. 
Talk about Washed Fest, which we've been trying to do for like the last four episodes too. Talk about Washed Fest. These two are your headliners right there. Dude, this is a bad tour. And you know it's going to sell out too. That's the thing, man. They're going to sell so many tickets to that. How? So many tickets. How? Nobody likes them, but they sell out stadiums. I don't understand how that how that works like even no. since we because were in high school everybody hated nickelback but everybody showed up to it dude i remember working a concert for espn promotions i'm ready to take the because we used to have to do we had this like sponsorship with like doing stuff at star lake and we had to just basically just like park the hummer and basically sit out in front yeah of the hummer and just like be there nickelback concert as packed as i've ever seen as packed as i've ever seen star lake for a nickelback concert Jeez. Granted, this was like this was a few years, like eight, nine years ago, but it's not like Nickelback has not been touring since then. But now Nickelback and Daughtry, it just that just sounds terrible. But people will go. So many people will buy tickets because we over like we all love music, right? We all love music, different genres of music, all that. We love music, right? And we're critical about music, but a, a lot of people aren't. More people are not, and that's why Nickelback. And those are the people who go to the Nickelback and Daughtry shows. Is the majority of people it's actually weird to, don't care it's weird to think about that like most people aren't critical of music but you're right no that's true i mean we've all been entrenched in music our entire lives and have yep. a reason to be and that's why we dedicate a segment to it each and every week but that's true that's fair that some people just don't they're not as critical that's that's wild to think about but uh yeah. Ugh, shouts to you if you're willing to go to that concert, I guess. But uh, no, no shouts. Yeah, no, no shouts. None no. shouts. No. None shouts. No, no. Retorting shouts. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that I think that's going to put a put a bow on it here, boys. Another wonderful, wild edition of the Brunch Breakdown, episode 27. I feel like through some of our discussions slash arguments for uh, the one year episode is coming up, and we're going to be live and in person. And I feel like we should just need we need to set up a studio and do like uh, first take or undisputed and just be on different sides of the desk and just go, we could go literally hours. Those shows are hours. We could go hours on some of this stuff that we've talked about in, uh, in the past year on this wonderful, wonderful podcast. And all of our listeners have been on the journey with us. So we'll see what we end up doing. Stay, uh, stay tuned over to the brunch breakdown on Twitter and Chris, you'll run down all these things, but we'll have some special things coming up for the one year. One year show, ain't that right, boys? That's right. Oh yeah, um, I can't wait. Yeah, and to get that one year anniversary show, you got to make sure you subscribe. So find us it. on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, you can also find our episodes by following us on the social medias. So uh, look us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are at Brunch Breakdown. Uh, Dan is on Twitter at Steel City Dan Twenty Two. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Didi is on Twitter at Didi is bored. That's it, boys. That's, That's it. Right. Another episode. Well done. I hope you all enjoyed. I surely enjoyed it. And of course, again, tune in for us two weeks time. We're going to have some live stuff going on. Very special stuff going on for uh, one year as the brunch breakdown as we celebrate that. Wonderful. It's a paper holiday, boys. Don't forget. It's the paper. It's the paper anniversary. So I expect some wonderful, <laughs> wonderful gifts. Gifts. <laughs> or gifts 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 whatever you want to do or gifs it's not a gif it's a gif anyways until next time we will have a reservation for three <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we will see yins at the table <laughs>